Western news. News. And, and comment upon, upon the news. You big dummy. All right. Well, yeah, I am. Uh, I'm sorry. Hey, no, no, it's fine. It's uh, at least I know what TV show that's from. But uh, we are called Howard Stern News. And so what's the big news on the Howard Stern show? Commodore? Thunder No, no, that's Garth Brooks. What's the... (laughs) Bruce is coming! That's right, on Halloween. Uh, So a good uh, Samhain to y'all. And... uh, as we uh Sawain. Uh, yeah. It's Sawain? I thought it was Sawin. Sawin. It's Sawin. Sawin. Son. 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 Or Sam Hain, as those kids who wear the t-shirts would call it. Uh anyways, so I wish I could speak like Donald Pleasance here, but yeah. <laughs> okay, well, there's a- <laughs> there, there another good reference. Um we shouldn't diminish this event that's about to occur on no, it's October huge, 31st. Man. This is something, I mean, let me ask you, Commodore, is there a bigger get, there's a bigger bucket list interviewee right. on Howard's list? Uh, no, because he's, he was actually talking about that prior to this, I guess, maybe. No, no. Now, Bruce is Bruce is there. I mean, you know, he's slowly been picking them off. Eddie Vedder was definitely on that list. Um, Neil Young was way up there on the list. And um, and now Bruce, I can't think of anyone, anybody in the comedy world. Maybe I don't even know. I mean, maybe there's like like, I don't know, Steven Spielberg or something like that. Um, uh, but even that, That's like, not, not even not for huge. not for Howard. That it's not even huge. Not for, no, he. Oh, come on, he would love interviewing Steven Spielberg. No, I'm not saying that he wouldn't love to interview him, but I, I mean, he's also like the whole thing with the black kid. Like, when oh, like, no, just, watch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, no, no, hold on. So let's explain to the audience because that. Daddy, bit, <laughs> dude, okay, don't you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, okay, yeah, that was that was a different Howard. I Hi, this is Commodore. I just want right. you all yeah. to know. <laughs> <laughs> just because your child is black and you're a white Jew doesn't mean that there's anything. <laughs> doesn't mean that you ask the size of why your it, penis. It doesn't matter if the kid's down. white, black. Jewish, Italian. <laughs> I just love how he throws it. Australian. Australia. Okay. Well, anyways, so to go back to that reference, this is one of the funniest, like, I have to say, from watching Howard oh TV, God. where I see like a guest like doubled over, um, like from, from laughing, is when J.J. Abrams was being interviewed by Howard and Whoa. and uh, Artie was on the show at that time and Howard started asking him about 
going over to meet Spielberg and Spielberg's kids. And Artie was doing these lines and these these voices. Because like Howard was like, they used to yeah, rip didn't, on he like, like- didn't he like adopt like a 18 year old or something? And there was, I'm not going to imitate or relive okay. uh, what, uh, what Artie did. Um, but I did find it incredibly hilarious. And J.J. Abrams, I mean, you just saw his face. Like, he's like, <laughs> he's falling on Ashen. the ground. And he's just Ashen. like, I think at some point he just goes, uh, Stephen, if you're listening, um, I am, I'm just not here. I'm not, I'm not a part wow. of this. Well, Stephen's a listener. That's <laughs> good to hear. Well, I, we don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, I we think, know Bruce was a listener. He, uh, people around Bruce for many years. Year, said, that's true. Howard knew that he was a listener. Bruce is a get. But okay. Me. So if we're going to look at, because I definitely think since the Pelican brief, there's been a move for Howard to get these kind of interviewees that, that he yeah. really feels like he's, he's not only, making history but he is he, he feels his interviews are going to um be these iconic telling moments of these people's history and he's right because he'll do an hour and a half or two hours with him and, i agree and it is no, it's no something doubt. when when people write about um you know neil young and at of, of a certain time they're gonna go and look at these interviews or whatever. And a big one for and, Howard not too long ago was David Crosby um, or uh, Steve Martin, who's a buddy of his. Having Steve Martin on was huge for Howard. Um, and you know what's also what's so great? Everybody, you know, of course, everybody lauds him for his interviews. But the best thing about his interviews, like we're trying to do, too, not to pat ourselves on the back like I'm trying to do, but is the fact that. He stays laser focused on them and making them feel like he has done the work ahead of time and has listened or has done everything necessary to truly get them to feel like they could say anything because he has done such rigorous work to understand. Totally agreed. And, and it's I nothing think, about him. Every other interviews always want to punch off or whatever. And sometimes he'll, he'll preface a, uh, a question with his own feelings, but it's never at the end. And it's never a response to what they say. He is. He's, he's amazing. He's a maestro. Yeah, no, truly, truly, truly he is. And, um, I mean, I think even at certain to such a level, like there's certain people that he knows you and you can tell he's got this smoothness, like say one of his guests is on the tonight well show, said. right? They, they're right. on the tonight show and they've just had this conversation during the commercial break or whatever, and they redo it on the tonight. Oh, so I heard you had this experience at the airport or whatever that, you know, and then they tell it's this like story. when you play harvest solitaire, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so, but Howard never has those moments. And even with the people, even with the people, like when he's interviewing Steve Martin, it's like they're chatting. Um, but he has this uncanny smoothness to bring up these topics 
even though I know he's spoken with them before, he may already know the answer, but to make it sound fresh and new and to take that person there to feel that it's fresh and new. And it, yeah. And he frames it that way. Yeah. It's, no, it's amazing. The framing, the framing, he knows it, right. But he frames it within the context of their work. And he, and it's, it's such a profound respect for who they are as artists. And it's oh yeah, beautiful. truly, truly, yes, and that comes through, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, and yeah, I am glad. I'm glad for Howard that he's getting Bruce. I'm just trying to rack my brain. I mean, what you know, who he would love, who actually I think would be a good get for him, um, who's actually been on the show before, but was a long time ago, would be Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was on the show like in the early 80s, wasn't he? No, dude, I thought he came back for one of, he came back within the last, for Coming America too. I thought he came back because the whole thing. Oh, that's right. He did. You're right. You're right. He did. You are correct. No, 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 he didn't. That was Arsenio Hall. So Arsenio Hall came on for, and speaking of wit, one of the best interviews of the last couple of years was that Arsenio Hall interview was freaking Absolutely. phenomenal interview. Um, and there's a guy like, you know, I'll be honest, when I was like, oh, Arsenio's coming on. Yeah, I know. I remember he's funny, but I was just like, wait a second, where's Howard taking this? And it just completely a dissection of, of why comedians want to be, or like the psychology of wanting to be funny and wanting to entertain and like where that takes you and um you know the fact of this black man in late night and like what that was like and, and do he he redefined late night i know and, that everybody yeah, talks exactly about- yeah and how he was like at the height he was i mean he was beating Carson. Like, do remember Dana? Remember when Dana Carvey or did the uh, Arsenio Car- Johnny Carson? Yeah, Carsenio. Carsenio. Yeah. Carsenio. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> was... Whoop whoop. You are correct. So. Yeah. Yeah, Phil Hartman's. I'm just, you know, I'm wondering if there's anybody, you know. Okay, all right. Here's somebody that pops into mind. Jack Nicholson. That would be huge. Nicholson. No. Yeah. Or like De Niro. I don't know. De Niro's not a good De Niro's not a good interview. I've never seen two or two. If we're gonna comment, hold on a second. So De Niro, you're gonna Howard's gonna be asking a question. So, you know, Bob, like growing up, and then you get this film, and what was that like for you? Like that first moment walking out onto the set. On the set oh, and mean, on mean how, streets how, or what, how, what, what, what? Oh, that's you're being Bob De Niro now. Well, what, 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 walking out on the set. What I mean, yeah. I mean what, what, there's like eight people there, but what, what, anyway, what are you talking about? I, all right. You've just totally thrown me a curveball. Are you trying I'm to sorry. do it? It's fine. I'm sorry. Were you, are you trying to be Bob De Niro right there? Or are you asking me a question? I'm confused. Dude, it was, no, I'm saying, no. My whole thing is, is that uh, De Niro, his tra- uh, trajectory was very organic. I mean, he, he there was no 
fanfare. Like, okay, he's, he's so not, you're criticizing not, right. my question that that Howard. I'm McCann. not, but I'm just saying he's never get. That sounds almost like a Bobo what? question. Sorry to say. Uh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I can't come up with a great Howard. My point is, Howard's going to ask sorry. him. A, Howard is going to ask him some sort. Okay, you be Howard, and I'll be De Niro. No, I'm not going to do that because I don't want De Niro because he's not a good guy because he doesn't do good interviews. Okay, and it doesn't so then that's your Howard. Your Howard do doesn't. Okay, so my point is, whatever question. Okay, I'll be Bruce, and you be Howard. Bruce. Oh, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, the first thing that I would say to him, or I would, if I was Howard, and he yeah. will do this, is he'll preface how he came to know Bruce Springsteen, because he was very, very, somebody had, from the show in the past, had said that, remember when we were in the car and I introduced you to Bruce Springsteen? And he took it very personally that this guy thought that he introduced him to Bruce Springsteen. So Howard came to Bruce Springsteen on his own and he didn't say what that was, but I think he'll preface his interview with that. Okay. All right. But I'm interested in how Bruce is going to be as an interviewee. So oh, what, what kind of question is Howard going to ask? Because my thesis well, he's gonna, is that, go ahead. Go ahead. He's going to what? Now, the first thing is, is that he's going to somehow drill down to the first song and the way that he experienced that. OK, that that's my that's my take. And then and, and you know what? Said okay, that he's so, going to bring his guitar. OK, so no. Can you ask the question? Just ask a question right. so I can be Bruce. Well, Bruce I don't know. Steve. I'm not I'm not Howard and I don't pretend. OK, to be well, him. then just I'm just OK. The question will be this. How did that make you something to the, the level after he goes through his whole thing? How did it make you feel when you were creating or recording that song? That's well, that's the question. Well, Howard, you know, those days I was, um, you know, I'm, I'm just a kid from Jersey. And that's how I feel. Now, now how is like that kind of that, how, how is that answer gonna be any uh better than what Robert De Niro is gonna say? That's my point. That's the point oh, I've been trying oh, to get the right, whole okay. time. Oh sorry. So, you know, Bruce being like, Yeah, going up on those streets, getting over to Asbury. I Park love your and, Bruce Springsteen. This is awesome. You know, I love it. You know, walk down those streets and look at a house and said, that's, well, that's Uncle Ted. Over there. <laughs> that's where Grand Uncle Bobby lived. And uh, yeah, I do have a little bit of a Southern accent, though I'm from New Jersey. Well, now, uh, now that. That, I mean, you know, it's going to be started out great, though. The, no, great. but I mean, that's like if you watch him do his and I loved that Bruce thing where he talked about his growing up and his broad, I think, I guess it was an extension of his Broadway show thing, which was really great. But I mean, Bruce, as an interview subject, I just don't know what, I don't know that he's going to be so forthcoming. Maybe, maybe no, the great Howard how Stern do it. can bring that out of him. Can I, all but right, this is I, how but no, let me just add this. If he can bring it out of Bruce, 
he can bring it out of Bob De Niro too. I don't really think De Niro is that interesting of a person. I think he's a great actor. That's that's what it comes down to. I think anyone who has never had a good interview, but I think Bruce has had some good things. Like for instance, in High Fidelity with John Cusack, when he's doing that whole thing where he's like, yeah, man, I got to go visit the top five girls that I've ever been with. He's like, yeah, man. And he's playing the blues. He's like, you're going to have to go down that road. I mean, if you watch that clip, man, you can see the fact that Bruce, Bruce has a very good sense of humor. And that's why he always, no way does Bob De Niro listen to fucking Howard Stern. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I think it's, you know, I think if you lived in New York in within a certain uh, amount of time, I think you you listen to Howard at least at for some period. Yeah. I don't I don't think you Yeah, but could this is the way in... Bob De Niro I mean you can't see this because we're it's not a video thing, but he's a... Yeah, okay. So he's gonna be that's, mugging. That's the way Bob De Niro. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. way that's the way Bob well, De... but but okay, so yeah, you know, uh so he's not gonna say much. I don't think Bob De Niro would agree to it, but I'll tell you what, if Howard could get him, he'd do it. I think he would do I would, it. You know, you know who I would really like? I don't know if he has, but Meryl Streep would be a good get. I don't think she has. I don't think she's been on the that show. That would be a very good that get. That would be a huge, yeah. She is a wonderful interviewee because she she allows herself a lot of room and she's very, very engaging. And very so, funny. To me, Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's part of the engaging part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That would be a great interview. And you know, Howard would be like on his knees, you know, he would just be, yeah. Uh, yeah. That would I be heard a good an interview one. with her from. Yeah. I heard uh, the, the, the fresh air interview with her might be one of the best interviews I've ever listened to the way just, she was so she's so comfortable in herself. She really uh -oh. is. Wait, and she should on. be. I'm sorry. I got I think I just caught you in something. I think you just implied that Terry Gross is a better interview than Howard. Interviewer than no, Howard. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that. But she, Howard actually uses the thing that Terry Gross, okay, we're not going to do this, but the thing is she uses silence and pauses very well. Howard doesn't do that. That's Howard called editing engaging. too, by the way. That's called okay, editing. All right. But the other thing, I mean, I'll just say this last thing about Terry Gross, um, perhaps forever on this show, <laughs> is that- uh, Yes, this will be the last time uh, Okay, she's okay, good. She, he, when he was interviewed by her- Boring. He, he okay, said, he, he did say- to her um, that he thought she was an exceptional interviewer and that friends of him, his had told him how great she was as an interviewer. And he listened to her more because he was coming on the show and that in the, in the process of the interview, he complimented her on that. I think it may have okay. been in response to her complimenting him and asking him questions about interviewing. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I mean, that's Howard, right? But like, like who else could Howard get? I mean, he had Hillary Clinton. Like, oh, you know what the greatest get? Bill. Would be. No, Bill would be better. Well, he would want Bill, 
but you know it would be I know he would want Bill. Yeah. Oh, I would, that's he is so I would like Bill off. on his deathbed. I would love he's, Bill on a deathbed. He yeah, he, I had seven of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, he's so pissed off. I mean, he tells the story of, of meeting Bill and Bill acting like he didn't know who he was, and and how he was such a fan of Bill and Hillary. Um, and and uh and he didn't like that. Yeah, he met him backstage at like a Rolling Stones concert, and um and Bill Clinton kind of blew him off. And he didn't like that. But you know who would be the greatest coup of all interviewers? And he's been on the show many, many times. Would be to get the Donald back on the air. Howard. Yeah, and he could. And he could. Yeah. And he could. And he and he and would he get. Tomorrow. He couldn't. He, he, no, tomorrow he would. He, to, I'm saying if he would contact Donald Trump to be on Howard Stern tomorrow, he would be on. Because I tell you what, that um, show. Built- I don't know. Because apparently he's reached out to him. And look, we, we've already discussed, we're not getting into the political side of this whole thing. But there, let, we, you and I both know that Howard has been very loud about his uh, lack of um, support for the Donald in however many years now, seven years, I guess, six years, more than that. Um, and basically, as soon as Donald decided to run for president. But let me uh, let me tell you one thing that was good is that he never reran any of those uh, times that Donald was on doing that. He did yeah, not. Yeah. Okay. Did not, did, okay. But instead, I mean, he, he put them all in a book and sold that book. Uh, see, I didn't read that book. Disclosure. Oh wow. Okay. Well, look, I'll just say this: the Donald. I did read Mrs. America and uh, Private Parts, though. Uh, okay, there you go. Good job. Anyways, the- <laughs> I get a sticker for that, everyone. It was a thumbprint sticker. So, uh, yeah, the Donald coming on. I mean, I don't know how long he would last on the air with Howard, but no, it's, he would he would last a long time. They have a. They have, they know each other. I don't know, man. I don't think there's. Think you know, they there would have to be some sort of detente arrived at before they. But like, dude, this could be the the uh, this generation's Frost Nixon, man. This could be that moment. Ooh, wow! It it could be. It could be. Mm. So, anyways, what oh, else God. happened on the show this week? We've been talking about. <laughs> I mean, this is a big. Would thing. you pray for me? <laughs> Would you pray? Those altar boys, oh, they're too sexy. <laughs> Make them ugly and fat. <laughs> Can you just give a word to the big man upstairs? <laughs> Sorry, that was. I mean, hey, that's not bad. I gotta say, you know, it's. I feel I like think I been... could actually do better. I could. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll work on it, and the next week we'll uh, we'll, we'll come back. We're around. not doing bits. <laughs> this is Howard Stern news and comments. So no, I'll say this. It, I feel like it's been a little while that we've actually had a bit that Sal created. Instead of Sal being the bit, you know what I mean? Uh, hey, good point. I like that. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I got to say kudos, Sal. That yes. was, 
one of the funniest uses oh. of crank calls in the longest time. And 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 you know what was funny is Robin did so well on Give it. Him a, yeah. No, but she didn't. I that's yeah, I think she did because but she she complained. She was like well, I don't know which preacher this is. And basically she says that because she didn't want to say, well, I don't know if the preacher's black. <laughs> she just didn't. Uh, well, want- yeah, for, that was the one about the black Jesus on the front <laughs> yeah, lawn. Exactly. But, yeah. <laughs> but I think he called the wrong show. That's what she said. Because <laughs> yeah, was- Exactly. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is like she... Ophelia, mm, I, I mean, I know she makes the show. I'm not saying that I don't like her, but she definitely has changed over the years, actually more than Howard. Like if you want to say like, oh, the uh, re, uh, the the what, what, what do you say? What did we say last week about Howard? The uh, revisionist. Where, where, revisionist. Revisionist. Sorry. The revisionist history of Howard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. But you know what? There's a point to that because I think that uh, he reached a point and he was very smart about this where his audience was. And also he and just in general, he had grown up. He was a different person. He's in a different marriage. He loves that woman. That woman affects him. He has changed. I mean, that's what I mean. I love this show because Howard is not something that you can really he is not a shock jock i mean maybe he invented that term and maybe they gave that to him but he he is i mean that is so far from him now and it probably was far from him even when it was said they didn't understand him at the time but the 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 thing that i'm trying to put forward here is that the whole time i think that he is being honest to what his radio personality is, who he is at, you know, off books and doing the Pelican brief or whatever. That is, that is Howard trying to form and shape what's best for radio Howard. So, but Robin, she is a hot mess of a human being. And I think we all know that from everybody except for Howard from that show. That's all I'm going to say. Drop the mic. Uh, okay, okay. That you said a lot there, and I do agree with you in in a large way. Ra- I did you read Quivers a Life? No, but that one guy who tried to buy it at a Christian bookstore. <laughs> the Marine. <laughs> That's, yeah, he was great. We don't have that book. I actually remind. I want to come back to that topic after I, uh, I because, right. anyway. So so Robin, I have not read Quivers of Life, but from the oh. things that I've gleaned, Robin <laughs> has had a version. Her her Robin has had a not such a great time uh, growing up, and somehow managed to figure out her a path that somehow worked. And um, Sal might think differently talking to her dad. <laughs> oh, geez. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just think that. Uh, yeah, 
I think Howard, his affection for her, and I do oh think okay, so so your your comment was like she's a hot mess, but, right. and nobody acknowledge everybody knows that except for Howard is kind of what you said, right? No, we know he no, but he doesn't he he looks past it because he sees well, I see it a different way. What she, this is where what, I was what, going. Okay. Well, I, okay. I think he Howard wants to please every woman in his life. And and, point. and starting and with heal his them. And yes. That's and why Robin in New York are not getting treatment because all the doctors are on his mom. Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, he, he Howard, said that on the show. I know he did. Uh Howard with Robin. If he's saying anything like slightly negative to her, it's like the, you know, put it's like saying your mom saying put a sweater on, you're going to catch a cold kind of stuff. That's that's Howard. Oh, okay. You can't go away for the week. You got to, you know, everything else he says to her right. is yeah. just like complete loving, like Robin, you're, you know, whatever, like every other person who's been on that show is not doing that. And they have problems right. with Robin because of that. Howard never really did. That I can think of that was huge, right? No, except first of all, how uh, Robin can do anything that she wants, because even in the movie private parts, when you see that, and he had all those newsmen beforehand that he was, you know, doing all that shtick with. When she answered as honestly as she could, she took him seriously. She thought of him as somebody that was her partner instead of somebody that she was just doing the news for. And she wanted to connect with him. And, and, and that level of Robin is not a hot mess. She does. She seeks out. But the thing is, is that she's also, she would be a wonderful preacher. She could be like Joel Osteen if she wasn't with Howard. She could, I mean, she is, she's very dedicated to her belief. Yeah, but that those beliefs can be altered. She's also, she'd also maybe be in the church of Joel Osteen. I mean, you know, and paying True. big tithes to him as well. But, you know, um, to go back to that thing, because you brought up uh, the, the guy who called in and um, it's I, I was <laughs> realizing that what the, the yeah, the guy who what? Yeah, the guy who went was in Vietnam or whatever. And it's right. it's interesting to me that certain callers and I don't think I don't know how it's like Howard has this sixth sense. There's certain callers that just pretty much as soon as they get on the phone, Howard just zooms in is like, oh, I like this guy. And he's going to have some stuff to say. And is or nice to, to fuck with him like Duncan this week. Duncan, the Canadian. Well, that was that a little different. That, yeah, though. Yeah, that's I'm well, saying there's Chris Wilding calling in. And yeah, yeah. No, there's there's people like this guy. I forget the name of the guy, the PTSD. Bob, I think was his name. And he calls in. And, you know, there's certain people who call in will be like, uh, like, I remember Bob at the end was like, yeah, Howard, you know, we would get along great. Like, I'm like you. And I, if other callers had said that, he would have just been like, yeah, you're 
fucking stupid or whatever, you know, he would have done it in yeah, his ha- funny yeah, right, Howard but, way. But there was not, there's once in a while, there are these people that and just- And your point, and your point, yeah. Exactly. No, I'm not, not saying I, w- I was acting yeah, like Howard. If, yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. If, if, and he's out. he's like, yeah, he'll try. Okay, speed it up. You know, he'll do that. Like, right. But there's there's Bob there's, had a lot of lag. Some of those. Yeah, things. but but Howard just like was like, okay, this guy, he's he treats them like they're a guest on the show, and it's weird right. how how there's certain moments when people call in and it's just it's like immediate. It's it's a me- like he heard the guy's voice, and this maybe it's the sound of his voice. Maybe it's Howard. I I think and Howard was talking about he has this a with horse his- sense, just well, like Doctor uh, Doctor Marvin. But I think there's also in general, and I think he ta- actually now that I'm thinking about it and saying it, I think he talked about this with Charlie Puth. Is he was talking about how he has an ear, but it's attuned to voices and radio and stuff like that, and I think. I just Unreal. like I think just like you and I will walk down the street and we'll say, oh, my God, look at that beautiful lady. Howard will do that along with us. But I think he also will hear somebody's voice and be like, oh, this person's golden. This is someone I should have on the air. And this is someone that I want to hear their voice and see what their story is. Not necessarily hearing their voice and, purely, but their story. And like the he's thing like, this is, person if I, knows. if, I, if Right. But if I, I don't I don't share if I'm not Howard, the thing is that he does there is that he doesn't care. And it becomes such a personal moment that I do care. Wow. Wow. That is a That's a that's very true. And that I think uh, that is true of all what you just described is like, true of even all. Even with Howard Daniel Carver. With you, like with Daniel Carver. That's. Uh, I mean, there. Daniel Carver. No, I. Yeah. He, no, the, but he knew from the beginning. Yeah. Something about the. I mean, even though, the, I mean, good lord, you know, despicable human being at le, at one level, but something that he heard in his voice, and the way that he delivered, and for radio, and to engage the listeners, and that, I mean. There's just those certain voices. Yeah, there's just those certain voices, you know. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. (laughs) There was something. Oh, Howard, the the line he said this week was, uh, he goes, goes, oh, I love this, Howard. You're making my Halloween. Oh, my God. Freddy, okay, okay, Richard. Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers. (laughs) And then and then Freddie Norris starts playing but, Michael Myers. But you have oh to. my god, Freddie, that's my favorite <laughs> song. And then he starts crying. Just remember when my dad took me to the thing when I was at the driving. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. So you're implying just yes, he gets tearful, and that's like more human, what you just said. Like that's fine. my dad memories. No, he has memories of like like he was talking about that terrified too. And he's like, no, Howard, you see, there's a moment where, I mean, he just, they don't even explain it. And he just comes out of nowhere. And it's so beautiful. Losing his it, shit yeah, no. about the movie. He's well, but the thing is, is that uh, he tapped into something that all of us have at some level. 
All right. And I'm not going to talk about what that is for, for me, but Howard just has a in uncanny ability. Well, I, it's, I think it's a studied intentional ability to engage the audience in a way that like, I don't want to get out of my car. I have to, I'm at work. I'm parked in the parking lot and I'm listening to the show. And, you know, and that's, that's from jump. I mean, from when I started listening to him, where I just was like, I don't care if I'm five minutes late, I'm going to listen to the end of this segment. You know, I'm, I just am. And I will deal with those consequences. And somebody who provides that motivation is rare. Well, I'll tell you what, for me, I listen to the show live so rarely these days. <clears throat> um, but yes, it is. And you're somebody who definitely listens in the car, which I used to do. Um, but I, I if that. that's like if my, I know that's my, I, that's my John, that's my John. Yeah, and going on on road trips, and we've done it before, long road oh, trips, yeah. listening we to Howard people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we and what a what a way to you know to take it in and and also there's that wonderful thing when you're listening with people in a car on a road trip and you're all just riveted and <laughs> tied in so much. I remember actually Kansas, a good, a good like, friend of, of mine. And actually you know, well, as I'm not going to name him, but uh, he and I were driving through Denver and uh, he was actually taking me to the airport or from in Colorado, driving me about two hours to go to Denver airport. And well, that happened like an hour from Denver, the airport. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. No, we and we were, you know, where we were, but it was I so know. it would end up being like a three hour drive. And it just so happened live that day was the first time Lenny Dykstra was on the air. Oh my gosh. And that's we perfect. just, that like, is he was perfect. like, he just was like, uh, let's just hang out and listen. I'm like, I got to get to my flight. <laughs> he was like, Perfect cut. oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Like, and yeah, you know, we, I was going to be late. And he's like, I don't care. I'm listening to Lenny on this. Lenny Dixon, can you believe this guy? All, like, else, all <laughs> else gets put aside. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the genius of Howard. But and absolutely. Okay. So what? let's just. Because we're talking about this week. What were those moments this week for you? I definitely agree with you. That religious show call-in thing was one of those. I just, well, I, I want to talk about Gary at some point. But... Oh, okay. Well, let's do that. What about Gary? I'm, I'm like forgetting On Monday's Gary. show, Howard brought in Gary to talk to him about sports because a lot of things happen. Oh, right. Sports. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, continue. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, continue. <laughs> and 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 Gary mentioned something that I, I think that Howard had to restrain himself from responding to. And I guess he's because of the the way he reacted to the gift of uh, Anthem or what what what's George Takei's uh it's not Anthem, it's uh his, his uh, the movie uh, or the, the, the Broadway Arnett musical. Play. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's um, not going to be playing in London. Oh, I say uh, anthem. I, I anyway, uh, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. Yes, <laughs> yes. I think you know, and Beth doesn't like him beating up on Gary, but 
there was a time when uh, Gary's watch. He's like, yeah, I was I was watching the Mets game and yeah. uh, uh, they get. <laughs> Jackson and I were in constant contact, texting each other back and forth. And like, like the, the waste of time that he's explaining and the fact that he is the producer of the number one uh, radio show in the world was, I know it was driving him up the roof when he said that, like that he's so fixated on this. And at no point in his life has he ever expressed the same sort of dedication and uh, attentiveness when talking about the show <laughs> and it would i i know he wanted to he, i mean he did say he did say at the end it was like after you watch these games didn't you realize what a colossal waste of time it was for you <laughs> to listen to that or to follow the mets well so okay how was his way this is where I thought you were going. I mean, I totally, okay. I read you perfectly and I know, but, and I only thought this when you mentioned it, but there's, it was a very subtle dig at the end because Howard was asking him about, he's like, well, what was it about the Mets? I mean, they, they had the best record. Like what, what happened over there? And, and he gave good props to the Phillies. I love it. Anyway. Yeah, but do you remember what he said about the Mets? Uh, whatever. What? Who? Howard? No, Gary. And I think this is when this. I just thought of this now as you. you okay, all right. It, there was like a good minute of like Gary being like, "Oh yeah, it was just some of the worst pitching." <laughs> yeah. No. No. He said it was terrible. It wasn't even close. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I but like that. Howard was like, "Oh, really? The pitching?" And. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I was just like, on. was he? I, I'm just thought about it now. Like, oh my god, here is Gary talking about somebody's pitching being terrible. Oh, <laughs> I now I get it. Now exactly. I, get it. I mean, oh wow, there, there See, used to advanced. be a moment. No, I just realized it, and I wow, there there used to be there was a moment in time where. Where Gary, I mean, it didn't even matter what sports he mentioned, they would talk about his pitching. And and he couldn't talk about baseball. I mean, and he couldn't talk about the Mets because it was the Mets. And here was Mets pitching, baseball, whatever. And Howard just kind of very subtly <laughs> talk about that. I need to go back and oh, listen that's to wonderful. that. No, that's I good. Know. That's good. I I I no. And I, he I mean, sort now of buttered that, him I up. I do want to listen to it. Yeah, because oh, he sort of buttered no, him up because that's he what was, I was saying. He was and it was like the Jets, the Jets and the yes. Giants, and then and and like you hear Gary being like, Oh yeah, these teams are yeah, they're they're going all the way. And like he's going off, and then they uh, brought in John Hine. John, John, John Hine. John Hines like, well, yeah, oh, the, the Giants are great. But anyway, anyways, we don't need to talk about sports any further. <laughs> I but know, I, I, know, I do like, you know, even if I'm if I'm creating it, I like I like it in my mind that 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 Howard got this subtle dig in on Gary without Gary but, even realizing it. <laughs> but he did it further, though. What was the best thing was at the end of the show, because he was talking about them as this at the end of the show was that there was this, and I have it written down here, the funky, chunky um, uh, spot that Howard was was oh, uh, sponsored. Can I just pause you for one second? 
Okay. And I don't think we've ever said this or I talked about this. Nice. I don't hear any of the spots. Right. Uh, I never hear a very sometimes they'll crop in a little bit of the spots because they'll be like crossing over, but I never hear any of the spots. So yes, please tell me. So anyway, at the very end of the show, and they didn't even sign off, which was kind of choice because you just kind of sat with it and I was laughing my ass off is that he started talking about funky chunky, this popcorn company that's sponsoring them. And they have all these variations of popcorn chip, potato chips, pretzels. And he goes, Hey Gary, didn't you try some of that? And Gary started talking about this mixture of a chocolate uh, peanut butter cup, uh, popcorn that I was given and I, I tasted it and, uh, it was, and this is, this is also that like, they let this in. He's like, it was supposed to last three days, but I ate it all up. Like, How do you know that's supposed to last three days? What, what are you, what are you doing? Cause it's like the size and, and, of like Gary's belly, man. It's like <laughs> but, but like, Howard just get, are there any other flavors? Oh, what do I see here? And he's like, yeah, there's, there's this. And, and Howard goes, and they're all together. And he's like, yes, they are boss. Yes, boss. I mean, he was totally just, I mean, there are times like it's, you know, he, he would have killed him like at, at a certain time in his life, the way that he allowed him to go on. And the thing is, that was his only segment with Gary for really the week. Well, maybe, like one uh, on one. you know, maybe Gary was cut in on that chunky monkey check, man. And uh, speaking, of, and speaking I, of which, you know, Commodore, I, I think you better cut me in on that chunky monkey check because okay. it's <laughs> that's some good, tasty stuff. I I'm, I get the version that lasts for a month and I finished it in an hour. Uh, so uh Speaking it of which, on that note, why, you know, why would he say it's supposed he's so that's why he's an awful host of that after show. It's all about Gary, man. Well, it, it, it fills up the bootier and the goatier. <laughs> Both. Both. And you know what? What I want to say, fucking Michael Rappaport disappointed me with his attacks of certain uh people in the Howard Stern universe because he's spending so much time attacking other people. You could see like he didn't yeah. have any attack left in Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you because he, you know, but remember the flip side of that too is all those dudes all love Gary and they're never making fun of Gary. They don't really JD well, yeah, doesn't because... John Hine, they're not making they're not busting on Gary. Yeah, man. but John Hine excused himself from I, I, I swear to God, he excused himself from that because he knew that was not good radio. Well, you know. But, you know, speaking of Chunky Monkey, um, any other those other companies, Chunky Monkey included, you know, you can contact us through our Twitter and our yes. email and our, our Twitter link tree, yes. and our link tree. That's right. And yeah, Commodore, just, why don't you yeah. tell us about our Twitter and Gmail? Our Twitter account, which is almost like 
us shouting into an empty void because there's nothing coming back. But I think that'll change. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Our Twitter at, handle. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. Thank you. Our Twitter handle is at HS News and comment. Uh, okay. It's actually at HSS News underscore comment. But we are, and maybe that's the problem. H- why exactly, stuff. we are HS News and Comment at Gmail, and our and you should be able to find our link tree, yes. which is linktr.ee slash HS News and Comment, and yes. HS News and Comment at gmail.com. You can send us an email and tell us. And thank to... you to the 45 followers that we have now. Ah, crazy. wow. We've got 45. Wow, oh, that's excellent. You mean 45 following the podcast? Ah, yeah. That so we got 45 listeners. So to the 45 of you, we, we I wish it you. was 49, but 49. Five. I wish it was 68. 69. <laughs> but instead, we got 45 and we're very happy about that. And uh, we'd love to get an email from you guys and we love get some it, please. And, um, you know, speaking of which, I think we're getting, uh, we're, we're about there. We oh, think we're way we, over. Oh, well, but, but, uh, do you have a question? Oh, wait, we were talking, we were talking. Actually, you know, when we were talking before, I have an idea for another bit and it, maybe the 45 followers can send us, an email and what 45, they think. Forty-five, maybe. Yeah, because I think I think there should be a segment, not a bit, and and I think it's your segment, and basically it's it's the Gary Watch. We've got to come up with a different name for it, oh. but it's like it's the it, it's the show inside the Howard Stern News and Comment. It's the Gary News and Comment or the Monk Monkey News and Comment. Uh, no, Mama no, Monkey Moves. Mama Monkey Muse. Uh, na- Nana, I, I like Tata Toothy better. Tata Toothy Twos and Tommen. How about that? We the green teeth li- alert. <laughs> yeah, green teeth, yeah. The chomper, chomper time, chomper time. Yes. I like that. Yes, yes. There you go. Anyways, we'll figure out what the name is. Maybe one of you guys. But I think, yeah, I think that would be a great segment for you, Commodore. I think a good minute of just like. If we know what Gary's doing, you know, then you could talk about it or you could just make something oh, up. Oh, because speaking, Gary. speaking of which, speaking of which, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you no, off. No, 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 that's great. But John, Stuttering John sent to Baba Booey a direct message that he copied on Twitter where he said that Shuli was the one who broke the the he's the one who is the culprit behind the Pelican brief Pelican brief. Surely there's this whole thing. Stuttering and, John. Right, okay, it. wait, wait. So hold on. Stuttering okay, John sorry. told Baba Booey that Shuli was the leak. Yes, he's the mole. He calls him the mole now. How like, would how would sh- how would Stuttering John know? That was like 15 years after he was after the show after he left the show. But supposedly he says that Shuli was his mole that they were you know in contact oh they were time. in cahoots and, together 
Oots. Wow. Anyway, that's just that, this that, is that, some sub sub QAnon. This is some sub 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 subreddit stuff. What? Wait, 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 wait a second. What is it? Uh, what? What's? What's? Um, Alex Jones is. Uh, <laughs> what? What is his? Uh, uh, radio. What? What? What is his uh, thing that he? Uh, what's his? Yeah, I, I don't listen. I, to anyway, Alex Jones. but like yeah, I, I do listen to Steve Nowicki doing. Uh, 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 Alex Jones, but um, but hey, oh, nice, yeah, he does it well. He does it well. So uh, and he does Doctor Phil well too. Yeah, actually, was that him? Was that him? I couldn't tell who it was. was. That drifting. was great. No, he was drifting. No, he was drifting oh. in and out between Alex and Phil. Wow, he was. He was yes, I wow, Nowicki, I am yeah. impressed, man. And um, hey, okay, we I, I know we're we're going on and on, but they. This this girl Samantha it keeps popping up on the air now, and they're not Infowars. Really... <laughs> yeah, well they but they're not really dot com. Infowars dot com. Anyways, uh, this this lady Samantha keeps showing up, who also does Elected great coins. <laughs> All right. Anyways, send us an email. To talk to no, us about no 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 Samantha. no 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 no. no, no, no. No, I want to hear about what you were saying. I'm sorry. I was. Oh, no, no, I'm just curious. I, I, I don't really I, know anything about her. I thought you might on on the Reddit things. You might know something or I don't know. I she, don't follow that anymore because uh, you know what? No, OK, you know well, what? There are a lot of there are a lot of people who are on that on that Reddit. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to minimize the effect of the greatest broadcast well, broadcaster that has ever come on the airways. Okay? So you're saying that the, the hate is, is it's getting too to much. You. Yeah. I, no, I mean, it, I agree no, with no, it. Got to, it got to me. I mean, because, we're both like, on the same page. I to the show. We're going to listen to him till he just won't, he won't do it anymore. That's, I'm sorry. That's just me. I might quit every once in a while and come back, but yeah. Well, yeah, we quit when he's off the air, back. when he goes on vacation. No, I, you know, I have quit. Yeah, I do know that. But, you know, hey. So but that's not Howard Stern news. Before so. we go, my friend, do you have any suggestions for our friend from Florida? And by the way, this is where you drop the uh, edit in because you have okay, a suggestion for our friend, Steve. And, and now Howard, I have really been taken by your love of music this week, which Charlie. What about having perfect ear makes him that great of an artist? Because I know Robin asked something about it. I just I just know that it's something that you have said what is it about that ear that, and you know, you think makes an artist so good? Your thoughts? Okay, all right, yeah. I think that that is very much a Bobo question, <laughs> which could be a compliment, or it could be interpreted <laughs> in another way. Uh, Howard, you decide. Howard. Uh, this week you talked about um, how this the the death of 
to to West Wheel Radio, uh, and I, you have been a pioneer going to serious satellite, the uh, extra to West Wheel Radio. Uh, Howard, in it in twenty twenty three, will you be making the jump? to alien radio your thoughts <laughs> i like it i like it i like it too almost I mean, like I a ham radio thing i like it. <laughs> i like it thank you thank you thank you Okay, well, uh, yes, I think this was an exhaustive one. We were happy to have Howard back. Thank you, 45. Thank you, 45. 45? Ah, 45. Yes, the 45. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. My tongue has gotten big. Thank Uh, you. Thank you. I'm trying to Uh, speak. Yes, and it's wonderful to have Howard back live. Looking forward. At least we know he's going to be back. And next week, and yeah, yep, and so we know. But no mention about any of Cocktober. Cocktober was like, (laughs) I think it's gonna go back to back with one thing they were previewing that we didn't talk about. I think it's gonna be. I think, I think it's gonna be. Oh, Drew Drew Barrymore's Cocktober. (laughs) Kiss before dark. Marry me. I haven't seen you. Virgin River. Cellar door. Anyways, if anybody gets that reference. uh, Donnie Darko reference. He's going to have him email us about it anyway. All right. Well, Drew Barrymore. All right. And uh, I'm just surprised so many dudes are fighting over her, man. It's like not even. uh, Anyways, but. That's really a topic that's not not wasn't that entertaining to me. It's not John, pertinent. Yeah, it's not pertinent. It's not that good. It's not. It's not nice. It's, it's not fun. It's not fun. Take that to, to Howard, and you know, it's just not fun. Especially okay. I wanted to say this one comment though. I think right. that could be hilarious, but you know who's ruining the whole thing? Fart in the microphone right now. I think I got I got a fart. Can I? No, no. no. But can you know who's ruining that whole bit? That whole bit. Beth Ostrowski. Yeah. Oh, I'm so in love with both of those guys. They, they're so. I'm so in love with them, and they, they love cats, and they're so good. Go Steelers. Anyways, uh, I've said enough. I don't want to hate on Beth. Okay, She's a beautiful lady. But she doesn't oh, need to be on the show. Yes, and she is. doesn't need to 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 nope. have anything to do with it. She can come on and be interviewed by pish. Howard. So but anyways, all right. And with that, we will see you That's next it. week. I got a pish. Evening. Good night. Good morning. I see you again. 